0: This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk, and here we go. And welcome back, listeners, to the Darnell Autry Podcast, Darn Autry Show. Uh, I'm your host, Darnell. I'm here with my guy, Daniel. Hello, everybody. Uh yeah, so Daniel, I I I wanna I wanna really poke your brain about this because I've always been curious. Now and I'm curious because it hasn't happened to me as much as I'd like it to. All right. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tease this up for you. I'm gonna tee it up. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. So you've auditioned for this role, mm-hmm. okay, and you've done all of the callbacks and all that stuff, and you get it. Okay or you've decided that you're gonna do a role from an independent film, they said, hey, Daniel, do you wanna do this? And you go, yeah, I'll do that. Gotcha. So now you have the role. Yes. Okay. What is the process that you go through to build the character, to understand the character, to understand your relationships, to understand the world that this character lives in, can you can you give us a a, start, a starting point for they hand you the script it eh? there it
1: is Okay cool um yeah first it's getting over that whole emotional thing of just getting it In the first place.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, No, after you've done a couple backflips and like, man, I'm going to kill this. This, I'm so excited. I'm going to be a star, right? Uh, Okay. After you've, after you've now, okay, now I got to work. Okay. I got this. I'm going to be in
1: this movie. Okay. Now, where do you start? I try to remind myself to take my own advice and sit down and read the script and just enjoy it read it as a fan of the work don't don't read it first trying to study it at all right um i think you can get a lot of really the flow the vibe of a story if you read it like someone who just wants to read it got you
0: are you reading it all the way through or are you reading it like taking bits and pieces or does it just depend
1: on when i'm disciplined i read it front to back got you Gotcha. When I'm starting to panic, right? When I started to feel overwhelmed, that's when I skip to my stuff. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. I see what you're
1: saying. The right way I'm supposed to do it is just read it from beginning to end. Gotcha. You get a sense of the entire story. Gotcha. I like that better because it lets me know, you know, if I just go front to back. Right. Now I know my place in this story. Gotcha. And it becomes about for me how do i serve the story instead of what is this project going to do for me
0: and what do you mean by how do you serve the story
1: by understanding that i'm not here only to portray this character i'm not here only to know my lines or only to do this the story has to be told right what is my part in the story gotcha am i important am i not important am i the good guy bad guy sometimes little things like that because if i don't start there if if i just focus on me 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 yeah it becomes the daniel story and it's not like we didn't write this for you daniel (laughs) right you may
0: be the lead guy but this isn't yeah this isn't about daniel right
1: this is about you and i I can make it about the story and keep it as the story that's it that's interesting because I uh, did you say that it it
0: like clears it up for a lot of people I think that people I think they do go wow what's what's my part they go right to their stuff what's my what's my what's my role what's my role oh I'm I'm the, I'm the good guy okay cool cool this is gonna be good and you forget that you're 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 part of a story even if the story is about you mm-hmm. it's still a story outside of you
1: yeah gotcha yeah Okay. When I was teaching, I would often remark to students that they're a certain type of actor. Okay. You can be an assertive actor. You can be an unassertive actor. And it's not one's good, one's bad. Assertive actors are almost like directors in the scene. Right. It's like, come on, I'll lead us to success. Got you. Unassertive actors like myself is more of how do I make you better? Mm. what do i gotta do so you are your best Mm. and when i have that sort of focus on something else or when i say how how can i help to tell this story yeah i am actually a better actor assertive actors need to say i'm gonna lead us that i'm the the focus i'm the guy i'm the commander let's go everybody gotcha
0: gotcha gotcha they, they
1: tend to be actors that people will rally towards let's do this yeah I'll lead the way right yeah let's go let's do it right and I'm just not that kind of an actor gotcha so it works better for me to keep my focus on something outside of myself interesting I never yeah I like that I'm gonna I'm writing that down (laughs) I'm
0: taking that for sure okay so all right so now you've okay here how about this you've read it and you don't like the character That you're playing.
1: As in this is. This guy is a jerk. Okay. Um, Best kinds of roles. Interesting. Absolutely the best kinds of roles. And the, the thing I remind myself is the thing I cannot do is convey to the audience how much I hate this character. Because I'll turn my character into a sympathetic character and I won't serve the story at all. Ah.
0: So what do you mean by like become a... You want the audience to become... He'll become sympathetic. What do you mean?
1: Uh, let's, Let's pretend that I now have the role. The role is I am a racist father. Right. If I convey in any way to the audience that I don't like this i don't like this character i can accidentally convey to the audience that i'm struggling within myself ah i get i you. hate myself i, I, get I you. know
0: i shouldn't be racist but... right right i see what you're so saying so there's
1: just that little chance that the audience is like oh i kind of ah. get him though he's fighting something within himself yes i don't want the audience to think that right right i want the audience to go that guy i hated that guy right And the best way to do that is to convey this idea of I'm terrible, but I think I'm right. Mm. You hate those kind of people. Yeah. Right. The audience hates the ones that like, ugh, you don't get it. Right. You suck. Right. Right. So I have to convey that because my job within the story is you're supposed to hate me, right? I don't need to hate the character you gotta hate the character I gotta get you to hate this character
0: right what if you love him like this is this is actually you this actually feels like this is this is Daniel like I feel like this is me I would do yeah I'm like a I'm a crime fighter like this guy absolutely (laughs) I kick ass
1: ass like this dude does too um that is really dangerous that's really dangerous because you stop putting in the work because you think, well, it's so automatic. I'm just, I just want to <laughs> go out there and be <laughs> me.
0: I show up and I'm a, I'm a star. Yeah.
1: Right. It's like, no, we didn't, we didn't write this for you. This isn't you. Right. It's who you think you are, Daniel. You think you're a crime fighter. Right. You think you're a superhero. Right. You're not. Right. So right, you right, showing right. up as you isn't going to convey anything except, oh, that you're just, just you.
0: So then does it matter then how you feel about the character
1: that you're portraying? It, it does. And it doesn't, of course you would say that it does in a sense of, I, I do think actors should have a say in, I just don't feel comfortable playing this character. And that should be just as accepted as an actor saying, because I can't stand this. I am going to take this on. Got you. Because I, I do think the story needs to be told. Got you. And I do think the audience needs to see this character for who this character is. Right. Reprehensible, disgusting. And I want to convey that to you so you go, oh, that guy's disgusting. Got you. So it, it should be allowed either way. Right. So that's one part of it. How does it matter how the actor personally feels about the character, yes, absolutely. Because there should be some say as a person whether I want to do this or not. Right. And why I want to do this or not. Right. On the other hand, it doesn't matter because once you accept that, okay, this is the character I'm going to play, whether I like him or don't like him, it doesn't matter because I have to know what I'm trying to convey to the audience in the end. Gotcha. That's what's going to matter more
0: than your personal feelings about yeah the character now okay so you've you've read through it mm-hmm. okay and you figured out that this guy is a decent guy right but he's got ocd or he's um got some characteristic you know he's which is which is not uh Okay, so so let's say in the script it's written that he's obviously he's got OCD and he does behaviors of OCD, you know, doing the locks and the things and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he's got that. Yeah. Do you? How do you read? How do you? Do you research that? Are you a method guy? Do you like? What's the, what? How do you? How do you approach? Behavioral,
1: characteristics. Yeah. When it's something like that, that's physical. Right, Um, and it's something well known. I'm going to take a lot of time to make sure I get it right. Um, The other, the the creativity side of it doesn't really factor into to that.
0: Right. No. Right. Absolutely. Right. 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 So that's so that's not that's like this is why this is why he's a suspect in this thing because he's so Mm -hmm. meticulous and the the person that died, is you know the the crime scene was so meticulous so that's why you're so that's why you have to show those characteristics. Mm -hmm. The creativity part of How does this guy walk? How does this guy, you know, look around at things? How does he, you know, um, what is his tics? Mm -hmm. You know, his, what is your creative part of that is separate, right? Right. Is that what you're saying? You're saying like this behavior was like added in there, but the creative side is.
1: It's separate. And, And I think it's something that depending on the actor, like for myself, the creativity that I'm bringing is how do I motivate myself to do these things right. it's not so much what I'm doing that's very creative Right. what I'm doing is probably very regimented very much practiced out rehearsed out thought out Right. the creativity comes in how do I make you think that I'm just like this ah. how do I get you to believe that I do walk over and touch the door lock seven times before i go to bed and that's just what i do right how do i get you to believe that right because that's really me right can i fool the audience thinking did, did they cast neck like did they cast someone
0: you know i thought that, that about the, the, uh You know, i thought that about uh, your boy um leonardo dicaprio in um
1: uh was it gilbert what's it, yeah
0: I was like, man, they, they really, they brought in a handicap, dude. And that's awesome, man. They look, the world is changing. They got these handicapped people in movies now. And I was like, wait, what? He's not handicapped. What?
1: Yeah. Hardcore. That was hardcore. And that's the kind of thing of, of where my create, where I think my creative, creativity comes into play is how do I motivate myself? How do I get myself to do these things that people are familiar with? People have seen these things before, right? How do I get you to believe that that's really me and not simply an actor doing things in front of a camera?
0: Right, 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 right. So you, so you are a method guy. Like, are you,
1: you, yeah, I think for me, probably my greatest influence as far as if I was to pick a technique or Mm -hmm. something like that, probably Michael Chekhov and. Secondarily, would be someone like Stella Adler, um, even Viola Spolin with her improvisational work. You would think of it as outside-in acting. Okay. In that, and I think a lot of actors are more inside-out. They're going to feel something first. Mm. Then it's the expression of what's inside of them. Got you. Whereas for me tell me what you want me to do as a director tell me what you want okay i want you to go from there get up walk over to that door and do this okay is there a is there a vibe that goes with that well here's the situation you've come out to your parents they're not accepting of who you are it's i'm out of here but as soon as you get to the door you're you're conflicted if you wanna if you wanna lash out that one that one mean thing to say to them or do you just leave? Ah okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. I know approximately what it needs to look like, what I need to physically convey. Because I may not say anything in that scene. Right. I get it what I need to convey. Cool. So I'm starting from the outside in. Right. Okay, that's what I need to do. Inside of me though why am I doing it? Right. What am I folk? What's, what's the, the storm within me? What's your motivation? That is, yeah. that, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah. What's my motivation? Yeah. Yeah. But I start with what am I doing first? Then I get ah. to what motivates me to properly convey what it is I got to do. Mm. Where someone else might think of how do I feel in this situation? And again, it's not right or wrong. No, it's just a difference
0: in technique and how you want to yeah. do things. Right.
1: For some people be, what am I feeling in this scene? I feel rejected, I feel frustrated, I feel hurt. Aha, they need that first, some actors. Gotcha. So I would need that first. I need to know how I feel, then I can understand what's going on. Gotcha. For me, it's the opposite. I gotta understand what's going on, then I know how to feel. Interesting, which interesting. I, which I think is a, a segment of the acting population that that's not taught a lot. Right you need
0: to know circumstance environment and action first and yeah. then i can then why am i doing that and why am i in that environment why am i doing this action yeah, yeah interesting i never I, I never thought about it like that because i was always you know i've taken a whole bunch of different classes in maria uh in a Variety of different styles, and you know, people doing their own thing. People coming up with, no, oh, this is what Steadov does. This is, you know what I mean. This is Stanislavsky. This is, you know what I mean. All that. Yeah. And I had never heard it put that simple. Well, not simple, but I mean, because that's that's still hard. You know what I mean? That's really yeah. really hard. Like you, a lot of people go, oh, we we'll just get up in a room and get to go out like it's easy. Yeah. All day. But to Build the motivation to actually do the action is harder, or it's equally as hard, I think. It's mm-hmm. equally as hard because you still got to be there emotionally, yes, yeah. Because they can tell whether or not you're like, I just did the action, that's all, yeah. That's pretty, just get up and go, okay, right, right, right. It's like, what, was he mad? Was he upset? What, why did he leave? What, that was weird, you know what I mean? Yep. so you still got to have, you still got to be present, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha, absolutely, gotcha. So, you, so okay if you played a cop would you do like would you go on a ride along would you like do all the like the the research during the day would you like i mean how would you would you go shooting would you like you know practice with your gun i mean all of that stuff
1: i mean yeah you know to portray someone in law enforcement obviously it it depends on what the story is right of course
0: but if it's a very physical like you've got chases you've got Mm -hmm. you know fights you've got I mean, you're, you're, you're the Billy badass. Like you're yeah. doing it all
1: Yeah And I, w- I would try and narrow down What is it I need to convey If I am a Capable Police officer I gotta be able to run In this bulletproof vest Right I can't look like I just put this thing on And I'm trying to learn <laughs> how to run yeah. it Right, 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 right So my running may not be What I, what I know to be correct running A correct running style Right. I can't, maybe I can't do that upright sprinting. Right. I know that I got to move the arms and I got to, it's all hamstrings and right. and glutes. Right. And blah, blah, blah. It may be a more forward lean. I'm pushing with the quads more where any sprint coach be like, that's terrible. Right. But in this situation. Yes. Because dude's going to turn the corner, or he's going to zip into a store. I can't be full on. Yeah, yeah, I got to be. Yeah, I
0: got to be ready to make the the yeah. Yeah. Shake and move.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. So I need to know. What, what this character, what his world consists of, and not just go. Oh well, he's running, therefore I'm going to go to what I know is running. It's like no, no, you got to run like a cop. Right.
0: With a gun well, in hand and or with a vest on and a helmet or whatever it yeah. is in boots or,
1: or dress shoes or whatever they. Yeah, and I, and I want it to look correct because it's something that is known in the real world. Mm. Someone's actually done that and done it enough times where you can go, that looks wrong. Yeah. What is that? Is that Usain Bolt? Yeah. It <laughs> right, still, right. Like, what, How is he looks, running with his
0: head up like yeah, that? Like, How is that, he watching anybody, right? That,
1: that looks wrong. Right. And I, and I don't wanna throw an audience out with something that I can so easily control. Right. Like it's so easy to control how I look when I'm doing something. How, how
0: conscious are you of that part of it? The, what do they see? Is that, is that the number one thing versus is it what they feel? You know, the audience I'm talking yeah. like, you know, is it like, oh, I want to be able to, if they see me, I want to make sure they see it correctly, or I want them to feel it, or is it a combination?
1: It's, it's a combination of a piece of advice I read a long time ago is good acting is not when the actor cries it's when the audience cries. That's great. That's a great analogy. So I need to convey and you know, film is a two dimensional world, right? It's sight and sound. The audience may feel something, but that's not, scientifically being conveyed to them right they're seeing an image right on a projected onto a screen or on their television or something all they can do is see and hear me right they're the ones that are going to feel something so i have to give them accurately what to see and hear what they're going to see and hear, right i got to give them that right because it doesn't matter if i have all this raging emotion within me
0: because if they don't see it, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's, a, like, it's a
1: mute point. I don't, I don't get what is he, is he mad? Is he constipated? What's yeah, going yeah. on? With is this he can
0: read the fart on screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. right. And I've totally lost. Right. So I, right, could, right, I probably worked myself all up, right? Because it takes a lot to yes. get all emotions. Yeah, the adrenaline rush is crazy for the audience to go. Is he about to fart? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all they get out of it. Man, I failed. <laughs> right.
0: I really failed. Right, 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 right.
1: As an actor. Yes. Whereas if they're in tears. If the entire audience is in tears whatever I did conveyed the right thing right and I gotta remember that it's not me showing off that I'm a good actor it's me telling the story correctly correctly so that the audience feels what they need to feel because it's an interesting've I've heard the
0: interesting debates about like there is no right or wrong way but there is I mean if you really if, if you brass tacks it down like you boil it down to the essence the right way is the one that invokes that emotion the wrong way is any other emotion other than that yeah so either so, it, so i wouldn't say right or wrong i would see successful or fail right it's, okay. a, it's yeah. a success or fail mm-hmm. right like if they are not in a position where they feel frightened then i failed Right, I mean, I did it exactly the way I wanted to do it, but it didn't. I didn't do it correctly, mm-hmm. so that's a that's a miss. Yeah, is that what is that how you would see it? Is that yeah. what you would think, or you or, or you just did it wrong?
1: I I think it's more of a thing of, whatever I did, I mean, if, if the whole audience is just sitting there, kind of like, what what happened? I didn't get it. I, what what yeah. was that supposed to? to yeah, it's like okay, whatever I thought I was doing. Wasn't working. Right. Doesn't matter if I was emotional. Doesn't matter if I did. I can't justify my way out of an entire theater of audience members going, okay, what? Right. Right. Whatever I did was wrong. Gotcha. So I needed to do something because an entire <laughs> theater full of people are not all stupid. <laughs> right. 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 Somebody got it. If I did it right, the majority of people are going to get it. Right, and they're gonna. It's going to be the right emotion, or it's going to be an emotion at least. Right, they're connected to the story, so I gotta find those things that connect the audience to this story. Gotcha, and for me, it just happens to be that process of more outside in.
0: Okay, so so you've read
1: through the script. Yep, you get the
0: story. Yep, you're the lead guy. You've read through it. You understand your position. Like how you fit in the story, right? You know, we're not talking about like your wants and needs and all that stuff. You right. you know, like when you come in, when you, which scene you're in, what scene you're not in, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now,
1: what happens next? Okay. So, so when does the actual work begin? Yeah. Darn that's, it. I mean, the, yeah. Can <laughs> we get to some brass taxes uh, right.
0: of stuff? Yeah. Let's hear what's, I mean, when, what's the, where's the magic at? You gotcha. know what I mean? When does the magic
1: start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so it starts now. Because I have a gist of the story, I, I have a sense of how we're going to tell the story. The first thing, if, I've, if I'm playing a major character, I have to know who the character is. Before I figure out plot or before I start breaking down individual scenes, I got to know who I am. Okay. And very much like how you talk about it with real people everybody has a certain lens they see the world through yes and that's they have a lens that they see themselves through ah yeah right true, i true. i think i'm this person true they might not be at all but they <laughs> but think yeah they yeah, yeah yeah no yeah. absolutely so i do have to figure out what does the character think of himself and how does the character see the world that he lives in mm. Because, um, and so we, yeah,
0: I was about to say, explain examples of what you, what you got.
1: Um, a movie we talk about all the time, John Wick. Yes. I need to know who he is. Because just because he's in a situation where he has this beautiful car and these thugs break into his home and they steal his car, but it's John Wick, him as an individual, is how he, the rest of the story goes. Right, if it's just Jeff the accountant that right. gets beaten up and his car gets stolen then and his wife killed and dog yeah. killed or something, right? He calls the cops and he files a report and then he calls the insurance in the morning and that's the story. Right? He doesn't dig up his guns and his whatevers. That would be a dumbass movie, by the way. If he's just the accountant, <laughs> he just calls the insurance, <laughs> gets remarried, buys another dog, and everything's cool. No. So it's John Wick, the person, the individual that sees the world a certain way. Right. Ah, this is what's happened to me. Okay, (laughs) this is gonna be my reaction to it. Right. So I have to know who that person thinks he is. And then how he sees the world. And I will look for... Now now when I go back through, right, my scenes. Right. Because at first I just read it front to back. Right. Now I'm going i'm in this scene i'm in this scene i'm in this thing what's everything i do and everything i say what can be a clue that tells me what this person thinks of himself what this person thinks of the world Mm. so i'm looking for the clues now right right i'm like uh, the scooby-doo gang i'm looking for all the little clues right all
0: the little nuggets if you will you're a miner let's call you a miner you're you're mining (laughs) I
1: got my, my helmet with the light then my pickaxe. Yeah, pickax you got the hard hat. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You're mining. Yeah.
1: Right. I'm digging around for uh, for clues. So I'm trying to find all the clues I can. And usually you get, with the help of the first reading, right, that's, that's giving you a gist of what's going on. Right? right. And now when I go looking for these little clues, I can usually start to put together, oh, okay, he's this type of person. I can start to put together some personality traits. Gotcha. Like, oh, Okay. I only go so far with that because there's only so much I'm going to remember. You know, I, I can't, I can't have in my brain everything at all that's, that's happening. Um, a great piece of advice I heard once is my technique has to work even when I'm stupid. Ah, yes. No, I would agree with that assessment. So, so I need simple. I need a few things to focus on. Right. Right So I try and whittle down all these clues. There might be a hundred of them in the script right. will now okay in a in a
0: couple three things now are you are you categorizing them? Are you writing them down? or are you just
1: t- taking kind of mental mental notes? Oh, you're right. I do actually write it out. okay, I do actually write it out and categories has to do with um, whenever the character refers to himself or his things. My hometown, back in my day. You know, where I'm from. Well, this is how I was taught. Like, anytime I refer to myself. Gotcha. And not just directly, like, I am going to the store. Like, like anything. Anything at all where I'm talking to myself. Okay, I'm gonna list all those things out. Gotcha. And then, what are the major parts of this person's world? Because they... A story can only have so many things in it right so things are gonna repeat right right if it's a if it's a like a high school comedy well it's about high school it's the, either the teachers or the individual group you know the cheerleaders and the jocks and the nerds and the this right there's only so many subjects right so how does the character feel about these major subjects gotcha right and, and a, another major character can be a subject right so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm starting to ca- so uh, categorizing that way. Okay. Feel about me? Feel about that person or this thing or that thing? The dog. Feel about his dog. Yeah. Feel about his cars. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So those types of things. Then, oh, okay, now I can usually narrow it down to maybe one or two things. That are that are major. The ones things that are major. Right. And the things I can always go back to and keep in mind gotcha. when I'm playing character. And I have a way of doing things where. I guess you call it a negativity-based acting. Okay. In that I'm trying to figure out at the root of my character, my character has this deepest, darkest flaw. And it's Mm. the flaw. All their good points stem from this flaw. All their bad points stem from this flaw. Wow. That... See, now, now it, it seems it seems you're going to have to explain that because that, okay. that, that, we're going to walk you through that. Okay, so the example I used to give in class when I was teaching, I think everybody got sick and tired of me using the same example over and over, <laughs> but I was talking about how intriguing the character of Batman is. Okay, what is that deep flaw? Now, with the Batman mythos, it's very easy because we see all the the major events from his childhood and really it stems from, right? The reason why Bruce Wayne is the Batman is because he witnessed his parents murder. That's what started him to become the Batman. So, okay, but the event in and of itself is not his major flaw. What's the flaw? And to me, and I'm not saying to any actor that you have to go out and verify with the author hey is this correct or not right it has to make sense to you because it's
0: still part of the choices right i mean you still got to make choices which is the difference in every actor right this is the choice i made and it's either closer to or further from
1: whatever the character's truth is but yeah, yeah you that's the creative part of it right right gotcha and for all the steps i take i always leave it open where it's more of a, this might be the answer. Gotcha. Because for me, the way I was taught, it's more important to find the right questions than to find the right answers.
0: Mm, yes.
1: If okay, I can find I'd a better question seen. to ask myself, now I'm on the right track. Gotcha. As soon as I, I know everything, as soon as I say that, I'm finished. I'm not gonna grow, I'm not gonna get any better. Good boy, I just know everything, don't
0: I? Right. You're saying as the actor or as the
1: character? Uh, as the actor, you're gotcha. right. I Me mean, as the actor. You as the actor. Is Got there it. something else to find? So when I say this is the character's major flaw, I really should be saying this might be it. This could be the thing that drives right. This it could, could be, be it, it, right? And I'll keep, I'll keep working. And if I gotta change it, I'll change it. Because because inevitably you may run into like,
0: is this consistent with the flaw? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had a light bulb moment. You know what I mean? You were talking deep, and I was like, wait, that made sense to me. But yeah, okay, But that's
1: perfect, because in that moment, man, I sound like a genius right now. I figured it out. Now I go through the rest of the script. It's like, okay, none of this lines up now. Okay, as smart as I thought I was, (laughs) that's not (laughs) the doggone answer. Yeah, yeah,
0: right, gotcha. So now I got to change it.
1: It's not the rest of the script I got to change. It's my... Right. whatever answer yeah. I had. I'm sure the script writer would love that. Like, you know what you should say <laughs> in this one instead of this?
0: Because this is my truth, not the... Never mind. Okay. We'll just use your
1: script then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something like Batman. I would say, okay, what's what's the core flaw? What's that deepest flaw? And I would say that he's still that scared little boy in that alley. He's never moved beyond that. Because a lot of the criticisms about this, because Batman's so popular, right? And he's just been done over and over and over. And people might say, okay, so he has this rule against killing. So he catches the Joker, they throw him in Arkham Asylum. And he just escapes anyway. Right. And he murders some more people and Batman catches him again and they do over and over. So, you know, if he would just kill Joker one time. Right. He would save a lot of people. Why doesn't he just do that? Right. Because he's still that scared little boy. Mm. And somehow killing is wrong. Gotcha. Even if it's the Joker. Gotcha. I got you, I got you. Or the, why doesn't he share all of that technology with the police department? That's funny that you should
0: say that because I saw a meme today on Facebook that was like, so Bruce Wayne's just billionaire, right? And instead of like using his money to help the poor and do all this other stuff, he'd rather go out and fight bad guys and, and kick ass, yeah. which is, which is, uh, uh, it's weird that we just started talking about that Cause I literally saw that today and I was uh-huh. like, that's, that's, yeah. Why didn't he use his money to like, I mean, he does a lot of foundations, but yeah. like it didn't, it didn't really seem to have an impact on the real bad part of Gotham. Right.
1: Right. Right. Because he's still that scared little boy. So God. he has to fight it. Gotcha. He's got to do it. And it's almost like he's, because he's trapped forever as that little boy, he has to forever fight crime. Mm. He can't really solve the problem or else right. he'll have nothing else. Gotcha. So that's his flaw. Ah, I see. So now when I go through the rest of the script, like, why does he do this? Why does he do that? Because he can't get away from being that scared little boy. Gotcha. 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 So if I go through the rest of the script scene by scene by scene, I'm like this is, this is adding up. It's kinda of, everything's kinda of lining up. Like, right.
0: It's it's making more sense, right?
1: Yeah. The things that may seem erratic, like, oh no, no. If that's if that's his flaw and it keeps coming back to that, okay, I think I'm on to something here. I got you. Right? Okay. So if I find that one deepest flaw in the character, I've got the one powerful statement and Everything that character says and does stems from that. Okay, now I got—I've simplified the, my character down. Right. I've got one major thing I can go off of every time. So if
0: it was, so, then I guess the logical question would then be: How do you identify that flaw? Is it from the first read? Is it—is it like okay, now that I've looked at all the scenes, I, because it would seem like you would want to identify that early right you'd want to identify that sooner than at least write out a few potentials right Right. a possible like hey maybe it's this maybe
1: it's that sure right so um how do you go like what's the real process because a lot of it has to do with that first reading and you have to trust yourself that you are getting a lot of information if you just read and enjoy it i mean ask anyone that loves to sit down with a novel They get a lot of, they're not, they're not studying their novels, right? but man, they're really getting it. So you gotta, you gotta trust that there's a lot of info there. Right.
0: So trust the the information that you're getting and Mm -hmm. it's not some psychological, whatever.
1: Yeah. And then maybe
0: it is depending on the script, but yeah.
1: But yeah, that first reading, you have to trust that just because it doesn't feel like work, right? Your brain's still working, right? It's still absorbing some stuff. Gotcha. Now when you go through and all these little tidbits of details, clues, right? Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Oh, this is inter- interesting, right? He talks this character way different than this other one on and on and on and on. And you can usually get what are the the positive traits of this character? Right. What are the negative traits of this character? So he's almost two people. He's like, well, technically he is, right? I mean, like in the script,
0: he's actually two, right, like he's Bruce Wayne, then he's yeah. Batman, so he's, he's two two people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a, he has a a virtuous side, a noble, right. heroic side. Gotcha. But he also has his brooding, dark, maybe evil, villainous side to him. Gotcha. Okay, he, these two sides, these two sides come from the same source, though. What do they have in common? Mm, right, I'll start going you. back and forth, like, okay, how how these two sides of him add up? How do they? How are they linked? Right. He goes and fights crime every night. He dresses up like a bat and he has all these cool gadgets, but he won't kill anybody. Right. So he'll mm. throw some boomerang thingy and zip him up to the ceiling and all this stuff. Bag him and tag him and yeah. let the
0: cops come and get him. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he'll do all that, but he's clearly not legally allowed to do any of this right so he's he's a criminal right. he's just as much a criminal as the people he's stopping right right because he's not authorized by the law to do any of this he can right. just go beat up people just because you're in a blood bad building, costume blood buildings and yeah. yeah so where does that come from because he is a villain right he's a bad person and a good person where does it all come from then you start to find that one flaw that deepest, deepest flaw. Gotcha. That's the way I do it. I look at him as two people and how do I, how they linked.
0: But what if, uh, what if it's not, so are you suggesting that most, a lot of people are two people? Because I mean, in this example, I mean, it's easy to see, yes, clearly there's two sides of him, right? Right. that, That the audience sees. Sure. But in a regular character john wick right there is no are you suggesting there are two and that there's a one that common thing or is it the example just happens to be batman and there's happens to be two no that you're all, using that as
1: that i i use the batman one because it's the most obvious gotcha it's i assume just that people can see that yeah right gotcha but somebody like john wick he also he kills a lot of people yes he does and in rather disturbing ways yes um, but they try to kill him first, though. So, there's
0: that, so that's the hero part of things, right? Right.
1: There's a heroic side of, okay, I'm not going to start this. Now, someone may say, you know, go back to the Jeff the accountant, right? Jeff the accountant calls the police, makes a police report. Maybe he gets an attorney, he sues, or he calls the insurance, whatever he does. Right. Now, there's a bit of a villainous side to John Wick in the sense of, well, you did this to me. So I'm gonna start blasting, right? But it they both come from the same source. There's this heroic side of, I didn't start this, right? I didn't want this. I mean, they started a long time ago. I'm
0: trying to end it. I'm trying to end it. I'm trying to end it. Yeah, they just keep messing with me and keep poking and prodding at right. me,
1: because there's this. I think there's a scene fairly early where John Wick calls that mob boss, right? The dad. Mm-hmm. He says you hand over your son and this is done. Right. And it's the mob boss, the dad that says, I, I can't just turn over my son. He's like, okay, then I'm coming for everybody. Right. So there's that heroic side of like, Hey, I tried to do the right thing. I gave you the option.
0: Yeah. I gave you the choice. In fact, he tried to in the second one, right. He's like, no, I don't want to be a part of this. I'm not interested. And they go, okay. And then someone comes and blows his house up. So again, like you're, there is this, commonality of like I don't want this I don't want this I don't want this but you keep pushing okay
1: now you got it yep interesting and sort of you know where where do you get both sides of him from right where is that deep flaw because you think because you, at the end of the day like it's far more interesting
0: because people are not just one thing, right? I mean, I yeah. think you're, there is something to that, which which is why I love this so much. Like, First of all, I love this conversation because you're a smart guy and you've been doing it for so long. And it's great to hear your insight. But it's also, I love this because, like, it's a study of human beings, right? Because there are yeah. there are a variety of facets and different lenses that you wear, depending on what it is that you're seeing, and depending on what you're talking about. Like, a character could, you know, be one way with his daughter and a different way with his son and a different way with his coworkers, and that's real life, right? And so depending on the complexity of the character, right? I mean, it could lead to you either have to... You, you know what I mean? What do, you, what do you do when you run into a character that's complex-like?
1: one oh. uh, I was thinking of, just so you said, you know, a, yes. a character that's like that, and I remember the criticism about this character, and I remember defending this character, um, Django from Django Unchained. Yes. They said- Very, well, very complicated. He's right there, and there's that that slave you know, one of Leonardo DiCaprio's slaves. Yes, and obviously he can't give away who he is, so he has to put up this front of this, you know, what he's, uh, you know, supposedly is. Right. And he's like, well, you know, he he belongs to you, or so do with him whatever you want. It's like, man, you just let you just gave that dude up. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't do nothing to step in and help. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of criticism of he's not really that heroic, a character. Right. And I said, "Okay." however, he is extremely focused on the mission, right? The mission is get her out, right? And he was not going to let anything distract him from that,
0: right? Not the bigger cause, not the thing. His mission is single,
1: right? Right. It's saving Brunelda. That was it. That's the mission so is he cold and cruel that he just turned his back on that man or was he so dedicated to her that he was gonna he wasn't gonna let anything mess up the plan yeah so in a way he's also a bad person and a good person at the same time right so where's the flaw right yes you might say the flaw is he cannot be without her
0: right so to so whatever ends that means that means like whoever has to die in that process yeah. doesn't matter whoever is slaved and can continue to slave that's got nothing to do with me the only focus i have is that yeah. her which is interesting that you were talking because now i'm starting to think about movies that i really love and why i love them and how come they're cool um i i think jack nicholson is a great actor. Yep. I, I just he's just I, I've been a fan of him for a long time and he tends to bring a very complex sort of personality and background mm-hmm. to all of his roles, it feels like to yep. me. And and Leonardo's pretty good at that too. But I mean like like about Schmidt. Mm-hmm. You know, the movie where he's an old dude, mm-hmm. his wife dies. And he then starts trying to figure out how to live without his wife. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there was this, there's this whole, there's a scene, There's a but the, the big scene's about, like, not knowing who she is and what she's about and somehow being disconnected as a regular human being. And then she passes and he's got to figure out how to live, you know, outside right. of, and it was, it was, and it was. There was comic relief in there, and it was some heartbreak in there, and it was some like uh Kathy Bates boobs are in there, like you know, it's all those <laughs> and her butt, you know, all that kind. Con- there's, there's these kind of things in there, which yeah. makes it a funny movie, which makes it cool. But like, th- I guess you know, the the flaw can be one of those things that is the jumping point, right? It's, it's the thing that that drives. The character, which is interesting because, again, you know, I, you say that, I'm starting to think about all these different characters going, oh, yeah, 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 that could be a flaw. Or, oh, yeah, there's that two person, two sides of
1: this person. Like, interesting, yep. very interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah, because even in our real lives, it, the story of a person that grew up in an affluent or... Or rich Beverly Hills neighborhood. Uh, my dad is a professor at UCLA. My mom is one of the highest-paid uh, attorneys in the state, and I got a scholarship to such and such. And and uh, you know, I've always had a perfect eight hundred credit rating, and and I'm successful. Congrats! No, which no, no, which is don't, awesome. Yeah, good, don't for, get you. Me wrong. You're good for you. Good for you. It's like. Man, that story's really perfect.
0: Right. And I don't But it's perfect to us outside looking in, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. that's, that's just that your point is that yeah. like you're not them. Yeah. We'd go, well, I'd rather have that than what I have right now. Yeah,
1: like like that's ideal for anyone. Right.
0: It seems like it's ideal for anybody.
1: But the story of right, the next guy who comes up on stage says, Okay, so here's the deal. Um my mother and father both were killed in a car accident when I was five, and I bounced around in the, you know, orphanages or foster, foster homes. Systems, and, right? Yeah, and I also have a learning disability. I have dyslexia, um, and then when I was a teenager, um, I fell off my bike and I broke my neck, and, and now I'm a, a quadriplegic. But I am now the owner of the a billion dollar company. I'm like, okay, that. That's a story, right? Right. Cause man, that that guy overcame some stuff. It's all the negativity in his life that makes the story so great. It seems like wow, we're such cruel people. Re, I mean, see now, uh, now I'm starting. Now I got to think
0: about, um, because if you think about it, there isn't really many movies that are just all good right i mean because it's because it's interesting that there that isn't the story like you said if i went to harvard i became a professor and i got married and i got three kids my mom and dad are very proud of me i was very loved as a kid and um you know i died at you know 94 and and i left my kids you know 10 million bucks and and that's that that's my story people go okay now Where's the struggle? Where's the strife? Where's the, where's the ups and downs? And, and again, some would argue, and again, I, I don't, I mean, I would argue and hope that your life was um, full of lessons, right? I mean, cause at the end of the day, that's really what it's about, right? Growing and learning lessons and things and not necessarily all lessons have to be negative, right? but how do you learn if nothing ever goes
1: wrong? Right. Right. Like you say all the time, a team learns very little by going undefeated.
0: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It covers it covers all the flaws of a right. team, right? You're not even thinking about those things. I mean, coaches are going, oh, man, I'm glad they didn't throw on us because we, we can't <laughs> defend worth a damn. But, you know, we're still winning and they're throwing a little bit on us, which is fine. I mean, we're, but we're still winning and you feel good about it. I mean, I think, again, I think coaches are obviously thinking all the time about, but where are we weakest? But where are we weakest? Mm-hmm. But then, but again, if you win enough, you start going, oh, you know what? Hmm. Yeah. You know, we're not yeah. very good at this, so we're going to try to. It, Bill Belichick is pretty, pretty, um, pretty interesting in that vein. In that, you know, good, bad, indifferent, you can never tell whether or not he's pleased with them or not pleased with them. Right. You know what I mean? He, you don't know whether or not he's excited about what they've done or not excited about what they've done or constantly just looking at what they can't do versus what they have done. I mean, like, it's interesting to hear him because he comes from a very medium. Oh, you just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it feels pretty good. Like, are you thinking about next year? Like, how you're not going to be very good at this or not good at that? Or are you enjoying the moment? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, positive things cover up some of the negative things, I guess, in your world, right? In your life. If you're like, oh, man, I got this great girlfriend, it's amazing, and you're all in on it, but you forget, like, you still don't have a job, and you're not very good with, you know, your parents, or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, like, you're still not responsible, you're not, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, so it's that is that deepest flaw in the character that makes it interesting to watch yeah thank you for reeling this all the way back <laughs> in because that's because that you know you're absolutely right
0: that's where no that's that's where where it started and that's exactly right like gotcha
1: but it like you say it's a lot like real people real people are often motivated by negativity in their life um it's or negative
0: events or whatever, negative events right? like
1: it's so cliche for a person to say and then I hit rock bottom and then I turn my life around.
0: Right. That's pretty, yeah.
1: That's a thing. Yeah. So that's human nature, right? We we do bounce back for the most part. I mean, in enough situations, we bounce back. And gotcha. it's when we can't bounce back is when we know something's really wrong. Gotcha. Something's I, yeah, that makes wrong sense. you. Something's deeply wrong when, I, makes when sense. we can't bounce back. Gotcha. Now we need help. Now we need others. We need a support system. Got you. I see. I got you. So that deep flaw the find what's way, way, way underneath there. Like you said, grab that pickaxe and the mining helmet and dig way down deep. It's that thing where people go, yeah, but can you,
0: can you go deeper? Yep. Right. Cause that's, that's the point. I've been in a lot of acting classes where at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but is that as deep as you can go? In other words, yep. like, oh, she just really wants him back. Mm-hmm. Is that the strongest choice? That you could make right is it deeper than him is it more about her and not about him you know that she's she's a possessive person her flaw is that she just likes to own things that's her thing that's mm-hmm. her flaw and that's deeper than i want him versus my whole life i've always gotten what i wanted and that's why he is now the the point you know just yeah, go deeper yeah, like, can yeah, you go, yeah can you go deeper Yep. Right. It's not about just revenge. Is it about? Is it deeper than that? Mm-hmm. Or is revenge as deep as it goes? Like, oh, I wanted to, I want to beat this kid up because I didn't like him. Yeah, but is it deeper than that? Is it the revenge? Is it the flaw? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it the
1: thing, the very essence? Right. The core. Right. right. That's what we're getting down to. Because right. if I can get that, or at least start on that.
0: Okay. So a you got. So idea. you. So you. So you've identified the core. you You right. defined the flaw. Yep. And you've read through it, and again, you've you've categorized things, right? You've, you've wrote them in, like, when you use I, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. go ahead, sorry.
1: Yeah, like, all the things that are about me, I did this, my, this, mine, you know, uh, back in my day, my hometown, when I went to high school, my job, my car, I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing this, right, all of that, then it's outward, too. When he when my character speaks on those major subjects, okay, right. so now I've got the flaw, the deepest flaw, right? Like you said, the core, right. Now I've got that. Okay. Now I continue on this sort of negativity trip. <laughs> interesting. So now instead of going through, because I don't go and find objectives or super objectives or things. That now? happens way later. Okay.
0: Okay. I was about to say, no, you don't. Okay. Cause that's seems like a pretty big thing that I've heard in many classes. But right. Good.
1: So my deep flaw is the problem inside of me. Got you. Now I got to figure all the problems outside of me. Hello everybody. Daniel here. Thank you very much for listening to part one on this topic. You booked the role. Now what? And next week we conclude with part two. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell
0: Autry Show. We're out.